WEC Atlanta. The following program is paid for by James Ware. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or Beasley Media Group. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a privilege, a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord is doing, what he's going to do. We thank God for how he's doing it. Amen, amen. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you. I thank you for this day that thou has blessed us to be able to be in the midst of thy peoples. I ask you to move in a special way that they may go forth and do and be that vessel that you have called and chose them to be. And Father, we just thank you for how that you have opened up the doors, God, for us to go forth and do the work that you have designed for us to do. And we just praise you, Lord. We honor you, Lord, in Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. We thank God for blessing. Amen. Uh, we uh, went through a little ordeal, and God blessed us. Amen. We thank the Lord that we are here today because of his mercy and his goodness. Amen. We thank God for not only blessing us, uh, my uh, neighbor lost our neighbor, amen, slipped into eternity. We thank God for them as well, uh, for the Lord dealing with and blessing the family, condolence, uh, sending, amen, a... Uh, to let him know that I will that he would never leave us or forsake us, even though it may seem like it, it may feel like it sometime when sorrow steps in, but I promise you he's there, he's there all the time. there is no time that he leaves a lot of times we want to feel like as they say that he gone uh he feel like he's not there, 
It's just that we need to grab faith and grab hope and seek out his will, his way, and obeying God in the fullness thereof. I'm telling you, believer, if there ever was a time now, we need to catch hope. We need to catch faith in him. Seek his will, his way, and allow the Lord to deal with the situations that's going forth. Because, see, we in the position uh, now, for some apparently reason, the saints of God is not really standing up. Amen. Something go a little something go wrong, and, and not like we designed it to be. And <clears throat> excuse me, we find ourselves giving up, getting all discouraged, and whatever, whatever. But you know that when we say that we going to stand, we have to stand because you understand that God saw fit and He chose you. He chose you from your family. And the reason he chose you from your family is he knew that you can be that example and you can do that which God would have you to do. It's just so sad that we're missing out on some of the things that God would have us to do when when the enemy coming forth and we looking at the things like... uh. Uh, this or that, and it's not what we think it should be. I want you to understand, believers, there is nothing that we can go through that he's not aware of. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There is nothing. Sometimes it seems like that we are not able to feel the presence of God, and, and, and that's the problem. A lot of times we stand on uh, feelings more so than anything. But we shouldn't. We should know what the Word says. We should stand on the Word and allow the Word to take hold. There are some things that I would love to change and love to do, but it ain't in my hands. It's in His hand. I thank God. I asked God a, a couple of questions just as some of you have. And I say, well, Lord, why is it that you allow this to happen? I mean, I'm not committing fornication. I'm not doing this. I'm not. You know how we go through our little list that we draw up. Uh, I'm not doing this, and I'm doing that. And, you know, we want to make ourselves look good in the presence of God. So, therefore... I gave him my little list, you know, and after giving him my list of the things that I was doing, then all of a sudden he began to give me his list. Oh, brothers and sisters. Now, when he gave me his list, then I was kind of like Job. I was speechless, and I repented. That's all you can do is repent because of the fact that you're thinking that, oh, well, you know, I done did this and I done did that and how that he he how that we does things, there lies the problem. There lies the problem. The thing that I was doing, it really wasn't matter. See, because I'm not drinking, that ain't helping God. That's helping me. Not to have uh cirrhosis of the liver, uh 
uh, whatever, being an alcoholic and uh, all that, that's not helping God. That's helping me. And, and, and I have the audacity to want to uh, uh, brag about I'm not doing fornication. If I'm not committing fornication, again, that's not helping God. That's helping me. Why? Because so many diseases and stuff going on, and who knows, I'll be like David was in the Scripture, crying out that my loins is killing me, is hurting me so bad, and on and on and on. So it's a blessing. But ah, we sometimes make it look like, well, God, I'm doing you a favor. No, 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 believers. We are not doing God a favor. We're doing ourselves a a favor. That's what we are doing. And see, when you're doing yourself a favor, then it's nothing to brag about. It's nothing to go to God about. It's for us to rejoice with him and says, Lord, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you that I'm not doing them things because of your mercy and your goodness have blessed me. Your mercy have kept me. Your mercy have given me a mindset to want to stand and to want to be that example for your name's sake. And when we begin to look at it like that, then we can begin to be an example to those that's around you. You got some friends that really, that's right around you, that communicate. Uh, we won't even call it friend. We are calling acquaintance. We got some acquaintance that's in your life, brothers and sisters. They are in your life. You know why? Because God wants them to be blessed of the knowledge that you have and the things that you done went through with, that you'll be able. Amen. Amen. That's what he will want. Uh, let, let me, let's just get into the word before I, so I can quit talking. Uh, I'm going to see what the Lord is saying to us today. Amen. All right. Amen. Uh, First Thessalonians. Amen. First Thessalonians, the uh, fifth chapter. It says, but the time and the season, uh, brethren, ye have no need, but I write unto you. Okay, I'm reading from the fifth chapter of the uh, First Thessalonians. We want to know the time. We want to know the season. I don't know. It's just some reason that we want to be up on everything that God. And we don't half the stuff we don't need to know anyway. We just need to move in faith in that which God got. It says, for yourself know perfectly the day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. Now, here's what it says. The reason it's saying a thief in the night is you don't expect one to come. So, see, we get the enemy. Let me tell you what the devil does. The devil have us focusing on so much to do for tomorrow, the next day, the this, the that. And while we are focusing on that, we forget about that God done called you. God have chose you. 
God have blessed you with the knowledge to know that we need to depart from sin, iniquity, and grab hold to faith and live that life and that more abundantly. We forget about that. Oh, we start thinking about that car. I got to get me a car. I got to get me a house. I got to get me this. I got to get me that. And we put so much emphasis on those things. And that's the sad part about it. When we put emphasis on those things, when all of a sudden that those things become so important to us, yes, we make it seem like if I can get God is blessing me. We done got so good we put the signs on the car, put the signs on the doorstep, put the sign on this and on that. And you know why we put the sign there? We want people that know I'm blessed of the Lord. But listen, how about having a sound mind? How about having a mind to know that we are not seeking uh, this way or that way? We're just looking forward to his coming. Amen. And he says, therefore, you know perfectly, listen, that the day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. And it goes on to say, for when they shall say, peace and safety, then suddenly destruction come unto them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Guess what? Now, we can fix it up. We can say what we want to say. You know what? When you... Uh, focusing on getting this and getting that. You know, a whole lot of folks don't look at, man, tomorrow, kind of like the man in the Bible that Jesus was talking about in Luke, how that the man sat down and he said, man, I got so much goods, I don't know what to do with them. I know what I'll do with them. i store them up. Now, get this now. I know that the Scripture teaches us consider the ways of an ant, okay? It teaches us that you need to consider to have a little savings. But if you putting your emphasis on your money and banking your, you that you're going to have X amount of dollars, you sadly mistaken. Because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know, listen, you don't know nothing. Only thing you know you're living for today. And if I'm living for today, that God is, I'm preparing myself to meet Jesus. Now, what you're saying, you're preparing yourself to meet Jesus. No, I don't want to die. I would be lying to you. I love life and life that more abundantly. But guess what? At the same time, I do realize Hebrews 9.27, don't lie. Hebrews 9.27 say, it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that is judgment. So guess what? Am I going to look at that? Uh, Hebrews 9.27, focus on that just dying? No. I'm going to look at, I come that you might have life and that more abundantly. I think that we are saints of God 
should live abundantly life. No, not what, what, let me make that plain because, see, here we go again. Most of you think abundant for life is having the money and, uh, have, that you need, having the things that you need, the house, the, the this, the, that, and guess what? And it could be for some of you. But the truth of the matter is that's not the only abundantly life. Abundantly life is you are resting in Christ. You are resting in him that you may go forth and say, you know what? I love the Lord. I love the Lord because he heard my cry. Let me tell you something. Take it from Brother Ware. If you get sick, nothing means nothing but you getting healed. That's right. You can fix it up and say it like you want to say it. If you sick, guess what? You want to be healed. Yes, that's it. Uh, if you hurt, you want to quit hurting. That's right. But now, here's the problem, believers. The enemy does what he's been doing. See, if his plan working, why change it? Why change it? Just keep keep doing what he's doing. And pretty soon, we go to focusing on tomorrow. Tomorrow this, tomorrow that. But yet we should be living this day as it is the land. Not that you shouldn't enjoy life. Amen. God done told you that. He done blessed you to enjoy life. But you know, if you ain't got that peace of mind and that person or whatever with them, life is nothing. You remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, the young lady that had one uh, Miss America, or Miss, uh, anyway, she was a model, and she jumped out of a building. Now, guess what? Now, to us, you say, wow, why would she do this? She's standing 20 stories up, and she's doing this, she's doing that, but she didn't have a peace of mind, believe it. We can come up with all kind of excuses, and that's what we do. We say people have a, um, this problem or that problem. We put people in a mental problem, mental state. I promise you, everybody that's in mental state, there are some people that uh, they, we destroyed them. Their parents destroyed them while they was in the womb using drugs and using this. But then a whole lot of them God protect too as well. God protect them. Why? Because of the fact that they turned their life over to the Lord. I know situation that the mama and the daddy doing drugs, but the children come and was born, and now they seeking God. They seeking the Lord only because it have been presented to them. And when you have been presented the Lord, that fine you to have a different lifestyle. But we accepting it now. We accepting everybody crazy that the bipolar, that we even gave them demons a name. Hey, I, I don't know enough about it, but I do know a lot of folk is just possessed with demon spirit. I do know that. Yeah, it may be something, like I said, that the parents did while they was carrying in the womb 
and they picked up them spirit before they could be born uh, into this natural life. And in the, me- in the midst of that, then maybe the parents was an alcoholic. I don't know. And here's what I'm saying. Whatever it was, listen to me now, whatever it was, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. The Bible teaches us, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. The uh, old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Is we going to believe the word or we going to believe what the people said? Listen, let me go on. I, I, since I'm here, and, uh, third verse says, for when they uh, peace and safety, these people's over there in, uh, I can't even call the place, it done skipped. Trust me, when they say they ain't doing nothing, uh, peace and safety, I want you to know that ain't true. If we don't pray, we're going to be in the worst mess of war that we ever seen in our life. I'm being honest. So we must be in prayer. Why we must be in prayer? Because the enemy want to make hate, hate out of us. He really want, especially the saints of God, he want to come in this world to take over that so that we can do it. And we moving in that direction without him uh, taking over. We, we, now you can't go to school and say nothing about Jesus or nothing about Christ in your life. But guess what? You can go there and talk about all the other stuff. You can go there and even use profanity, and they don't even put you out. They don't do this. They don't do that. Why? Because of the fact that we are living in that day. So it's going to get worse. And, and the Bible done told us at, at, uh, that third verse, that, that certain destruction and as a woman in prevail. When the woman get ready to have her baby, listen, my mama, uh, uh, from what I understand you all, because I, I don't remember that. I was just being born. Mama said that at the time when she thought that everything, she just wanted daddy to walk to the bathroom with her. And lo and behold, while she went outside, because there wasn't no inside bedroom when I was born. If it was, it wasn't in our area. Let's just put it like that. And uh, in doing so, daddy had to pick her up and hurry up and take her back upstairs because I was on my way into this world. Then guess what? Then daddy had to go get the midwife because the hospital had uh, the rooms. So wasn't anything that they could have did. And so had to go get the midwife for me to be born. Now, guess what? I was born, but they didn't know I was going to come on the 15th of December. They had no idea. They just, the doctor said right around that area, that time. Guess what? So as it is for you today. Now, I know we got technology, and I know the technology will even tell you the gender of the baby. But I talked to somebody the other day, 
and they was buying clothes, and they wind up buying clothes for a boy, and she wind up having a girl. So all the blue clothes that she had bought because of the gender thing realized she had to take it back. Now, I told her, I said, well, see, what you should have did was like when kids were born, when I, uh, we was having children. Uh, you just bought something that would go on both ways. If it's a boy, a yellow, a white. If it's a girl, yellow, white, green, whatever. But that's a new day. Uh, we in a new day now. So everybody want to know everything and still, but you don't know. You don't know what God is doing. You don't know how he's doing it. The only thing you can do is live right. Surrender your life. Turn to him and seek his face, knowing that you, your will is not the right will. Your will is not the will that he should be, uh, you should be striving to have. Oh, no, no. Listen, we're going to go on a break, and uh, we're going to seek the Lord and, uh, on the next couple of scriptures. And after so, uh, uh, then we'll see the direction the direction that God would have us to go, you see, because I, I I think that God got somebody, He got somebody that uh, we should be called out and chosen. All right, I'll be right back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, we're back. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. We are here today in this city of Atlanta. If you so desire, you have a question or comment, you can reach us at 404-355-8699. It's 
999. I give you the information to catch hold to me after I'm through. Amen. Uh, and again, I thank God for those of you that was praying for me. Amen. Uh, I just uh, still, I had to trust and believe God. I thank God for the prayers of the saints. I was down a, about a week or so. I'm I'm coming back. I'm 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 getting there. Amen. So I'm believing the Lord for even greater things. Uh we will be in noon and uh come March, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the first Saturday in March and we will be in Greenville again. So the Lord is uh, uh, filling my schedule, allowing me to fill the schedule up so that we can go forth in him and do that which he would have me to do. And we're looking to come to Atlanta with uh, Bible study as well because I believe, and, and, and listen, I don't carry myself to think that I got all the answers. I don't. I tell you, but I tell you what, I can find the answer. Just like I was saying about that spirit, that spirit, uh, how we done start giving demons names. No, ma'am, no, sir, you can't do that. If you want somebody to be delivered, you can't say that they got that name of that spirit. Uh, you can ask that person uh, what kind of spirit you got dwelling in you. Uh, you can talk to that demon, then tell that demon to go. There's no question of finding out why they got the demon or what the demon named if you're not going to drive it out. The problem is we must pray and fast. We got to pray and fast. The reason we got to pray and fast because we're going against the enemy. And the only thing that we can do is stand in Christ. That's it. That's all we can do. And nobody, no better than anybody, except we are standing in Christ. Now, that's what makes us better than that other person. Okay? So please, please uh, follow the word. Follow the word. It ain't about what Brother Ware think. It ain't about what. Brother shot down, thank or who think? It's about what Christ said and said to you. All right, but anyway, the scripture go back to the scripture. Say because uh, we're talking about that that we left off on that third verse as a woman. Then it says, uh, "Ye brethren, uh, 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 ye are not in darkness, that the day should overtake you as a thief." Wait a minute, we that are saved, we ought to see the signs. We ought to know the signs. We ought to know how the church is decaying. We ought to look around us and see not only is the church decaying, our families is decaying. Remember when you used to have, didn't have too much of nothing, but you all would get together, one of the family members bring this and none bring that, and, and y'all have a nice uh, fellowship, and it wasn't nobody funeral. Now, if you have a nice fellowship, it's usually after a funeral. And that's sad. Everything is decaying. 
is decaying, uh, decaying because of the fact it just getting rotten because we're coming to the end. The time is coming, believers. So we that know the truth, we got to stand up. We must stand up. It ain't about debating and arguing with one another. So what if that person doing what they believe would be right? Uh, it, it, it don't add up. What I should do is begin to show you different, show you how that whatever I'm doing, that you would desire to do it. Go back and read the book of Acts. Please go back and study Acts. They didn't go up there and did this. They just began to tell them about the true and living God. As they began to tell them about the true and living God, then God began to seek out their will, their will, and they was able to manifest. Let's go a little further. And then it says, for, uh, for they, uh, they that are asleep, asleep in the night, but they that are drunken are drunken in the night. See, when we are intoxicated uh, with sin, okay, we have a tendency of justifying. You ever notice the drunk man, if he's drunk with alcohol, I just use that. He got more courage to do anything wrong or to say whatever he want to say. Why? Because he are intoxicated. We are not being intoxicated with the Spirit of God. We are not allowing the Spirit of God to take over us so that the Spirit can speak through uh, uh, an individual. I want you to understand, it ain't Brother Ware's concept. God got you. He have called you. He have chose you for a particular reason. Not to just say I'm going to church. Not to just say I love the Lord and, and the Lord loved me and and I'm this, and I'm that, and he done blessed me with a few materialistic things. It's more than that, believer. It really is. God wants you to be that light to those that's walking in darkness. But let us who are of that day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and the helmet, and the hope of salvation. Believers, we got to show forth that. How in the world can I say that I love the Lord? I don't have the helmet of salvation. I have putting on the breastplate of faith and love. I love this person. You ever notice that my heart goes out for that person? That's the breastplate of love. My heart going out. Not only that, and it says uh, uh, faith and love and the helmet and the hope of salvation. I hope that the Lord going to work a work in my life so that somebody can see. It ain't about the denomination. Listen, folks, we all can go scripture on scripture. Let me, let me, let me just say that. There is... Uh, we learned a couple of scripture. Uh, when I first met uh, my honey to be, 
I used that. She, in turn, said, well, I always knew. Uh, no, she said, I thought that Sunday and and uh, not degrading, okay? I want y'all to get this. Uh, I always thought Sunday was the Sabbath. Now, guess what? I done met a whole lot of people believed that that. And then I said, no, it's the seventh day. Sunday is the first day. And she said, I knew that. But we still act like that the Sunday was the Sabbath. Then I went to a course and went to other scriptures and began to, we talked about it. Now, listen to me, believers. What you know, you know to be a help, not to condemn. See, what you know, God have uh, given it to you that you can be that example and that they can see that what you're doing, oh, come on now, listen to me, listen to me. What you are doing will cause them to want to do what you are doing. Instill me condemning, and probably was because I'm being honest. I, I told them, I, I told her, I said, you know what? I asked the Lord why he didn't send you four years ago, you know, and she in turn uh, said, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. But nevertheless, I began to talk to the Lord about it. And the Lord showed me I couldn't even receive it. I couldn't even be a blessing then. Because if you didn't see it the way I saw it, then I'm holding to me. I'm not listening to me, believers. I'm not telling anybody to drop your standards. I wouldn't dare drop no standards of the conviction that the Lord have uh, open up my understanding. And if he doesn't open up your understanding, then you got to be that light. You is more for you to do than to just uh, sit back and say, well, the Lord understand. No, he don't. He understand that he have shined knowledge, wisdom in you for you to hold up. See, we compromise. And when listen to me. When you compromise, you will find yourself not able to get victory over nothing. That's right. Some of you are going through right in the midst of your house because you just won't stand up to righteousness. You say, now, wait a minute, brother. Well, wait a minute. You know, God put that man the head. So since he the head, I got to do that which, but God never told you to go against his word for anybody. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. He never told us to go against his word. If you abide in his word and his word abide in you, you can ask what you will and he'll bring forth the transformation. Yes, that person is not doing what you're doing, but let them see. Guess what? Now, you might say, well, I'm I'm going to make another example of something dealing with me, not trying to exalt myself. Because like I said, I was down and out this time last week. But guess what? I can honestly say I'm the oldest of eight siblings that's living. But I don't have diabetes. I don't have high blood pressure. And 
and my our mother and father died with those symptoms. And you say, well, what they got to do with it? Here's what it got to do with it. A lot. Because I turned and turned to Leviticus, the 11th chapter, and in the midst of reading that, I abided in that. And God showed me that if you do what I tell you to do, then you won't have those diseases that's come upon you. Is that salvation? No, ma'am. No, sir. But if you want the benefits of this life, that's just like my car, my truck, my whatever. If you put the right gas in it, change the oil, it will work. Now, it, uh, this man stuff. So man going to do stuff, and it might you might have a lemon because they had something, a fraction off, as they call it, off on this and off on that. But what I'm trying to tell you, no, ma'am, it's no, sir, it's not salvation, what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you, if you want victory in righteousness, then submit yourself to the Lord. Submit yourself to the Lord and allow him to let you be that example. This is what the preachers are not saying today. God want us to be different from the world. Want us to be the light of the world. Want us to be that person that that somebody can look. Remember how you was with a little uh, as a little guy, little girl. You saw somebody in the neighborhood. You knew that they was different, not because you knew they weren't doing what everybody else was doing. Listen, believer, God is 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 uh, causing some of you to stand up and be that light. Stand up and begin to tell the, uh, the devil that he cannot abide in your home. He cannot abide in your mate. He cannot abide in your children. Why? Because you're taking hold of this. You're saying, I want to be all that he called me to be. And you can't be all that he called you to be if your household is met. Trust me, you can't do it. Oh, we can uh, go through the motion. We can go through this. We can go through that. That's why you're saying that, because ain't nobody in your house but you. Well, maybe so, but guess what? Thank God that I done been in the midst of it, and I done seen God move when it was more just than me there. And I believe that God want to raise up some peoples in these last and evil days, believers. Listen to what I'm saying. You could be that one that God want to raise you up. Why you say God want to raise you up, uh, Brother Well? Why are you telling me that? Because look at the church. The church don't have no standard. The church folks ain't got no standard in their dress. And you say, but that's what they is. That is the real. You're right. That is what they is. But don't you think that when you get a job with the police department, you can't just say, I want to be in plain clothes. You got to use that uniform for a certain amount of time to go through this. When you go in the military, don't you say you can't be in plain clothes. Anything that's uh, organized, you can't just do and wear whatever you want to wear. But guess what? You come to the church, you can be whatever. You can sing whatever. You can do whatever. 
and it's not a problem. No, it's not, brother. Brother, well done said, uh, according to the scripture, uh, you know what? Let me drop down right quick. Let me drop down because I see my time is running. Okay, esteem, uh, and uh, to him that esteem the very day. No, I don't want nobody to think. Listen, okay, I, I'm on. I'm I'm not gonna drop down. I don't have the time. Uh, but here's what I, uh, thirteen verse. Uh, well, uh, it says. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll go with the level. Wherefore, uh, comfort yourselves together, edifying you uh, even so, because the whole thing is good, let's see. And we, brethren, uh, you, brother, uh, know uh, them which labor among you and uh, over you in the Lord and admonish you. Okay. Uh, and esteem them very highly, so that's still. But let me just drop down to where I want to try to get to right quick. It says, rejoice forevermore. Pray without ceasing. Do you understand what it is? Pray without ceasing. Have, be prayerful for all things. Some of the biggest mistakes I got in, the problems I got in, is because I myself, feel that I know what to do. And the truth of the matter, I didn't even pray about it. Then when it blowed up, then I said, oh, Lord, why you let this happen? God ain't allowed nothing because you never went to him to say. But anyway, let me go on down because I was trying to get to something right quick. It says, for everything, give thanks, for this is the will of Christ uh, Jesus concerning you. Oh, brother, sister, let me tell you something. When we give thanks for all things, we got to look at how we got in that situation or what happened in that situation to pull us in that situation. I can give thanks in all things, yes, but some of the things that I was uh, in, I put myself in. So the Lord didn't allow me to, to do this. You say, well, wait a minute, brother. Well, now you're fixing it up. Boy, I tell you what, I, I can go back and show you some scriptures on this. That l Let's look at uh, sin comes in. And when sin comes in your life, you have a tendency of doing things your way. You don't allow the Lord. God got so many things he want to do through you, in you, and by you. But you also got your will, your way, and you want to do it your will, your way. And you want to see, you say, but I just want to know the will of the Lord. I just want, but here's how we know the will of the Lord that in everything, begin to think, Lord, what, what's to thank for? What, what, what I'm thanking you for? You don't understand. This happened and that happened. Boy, I love to say that. I'm serious. God, you don't understand. Hold up. God knows everything, James Ware. What gives you the right? But, Lord, you don't, you don't know this. You don't know. Then on down it says, 
uh, uh, prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. How can I prove it? Check it out in the scripture. What can I do to say that this is his will? This is his way. The only time, listen, when we was plowing back in the day, plowing in the, in the field, when the mule began to get to the right, you had to say G. And when the mule began to go left, we say ha. And in essence, then the mule slow up and you would giddy up. Okay? Let's go. You had signs for a dumb animal because you had control of the rain. Now, wait a minute. How is it that we, saying that we are uh, chosen by God, called by God, I want you to think about this, that God took his Holy Spirit and put it in your life, in your body, his Holy Spirit, because you are not saved it without it. No, ma'am, no, sir. I know the group that teach. I've been there, done that, and got the as they say, got a T-shirt to prove it, but I don't have no T-shirt, that if you ain't spoken tongue, you ain't got the Holy Ghost, you ain't saved. Now, that can be blown away. Uh, Peter and them uh, that came to the upper room before they got the Holy Ghost, they had a willing mind. I can go on and on. John the Baptist, I can go on and on and on and on to show you that it's the Holy Spirit that draws one. That it's the Holy Spirit that delivers, that cleanses you, that seek out God's will, God's way, according to the Word of God. It's the Holy Spirit. Now, the endowing of the infilling of the Holy Ghost gives you power to do that work, whatever you got to do. And if it ain't nothing but living right, the uh, Holy Ghost will come forth and see, that's why I got a problem. Folks speaking in tongue and saying they love God, then they go in and commit and sin, and they'll tell that field untrue. That I, I just got weak in that flesh. No, hold up, hold up. The Holy Ghost don't work in, uh, 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 just only in church. The Holy Ghost work in your home, in the bed, Wherever the Spirit of God means that it just what it says, it dwells. Uh, Corinthians says, and, and, and the book of Corinthians teaches you that you have the Spirit of God dwelling in you. The Bible says you are bought with a price. See, when one is bought with a price, then we can lean and do whatever we feel, uh, 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 whatever the Spirit of God tells us. But when you are uh, not bought with a price and you do it your way, then it's a problem, believers. And that's what we're running into. We, are, we don't come up with a new Holy Ghost. That's not the Holy Ghost of the Word of God. I don't know. I don't got off of that. But I had to get to proving all things because we don't want to prove nothing no more. We want to be like the world, act like the world, and hang with the world and yet, instead of being a light to the world, you got folks in your family really, truly need you to be converted. They really need you to show them. They want to be different. I don't care. They might be acting like they get angry with you 
and say, that's why I don't, have to, I don't want to come around you. Guess what? Just keep doing it. Believers, I promise you, we are in a day and a time, and boy, and we in this time. Look at the wall that's getting ready to go forth. I mean, this is not a joke. Saints of God going to have to live right. Saints of God going to have to stand up for righteousness. We are not able to continue on like we are doing and say we love God. There's no way we can continue like this and yet stand. And, and I don't care about all this worldly stuff. It's time for us to come back to the basic of salvation, believing God, standing on the word of God, and allowing God to move through us that somebody might have a desire to follow you. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you in all that you're doing. I ask you to lift up that one, that one that disturbed in their spirit, but yet they have a mindset to want to transform and change their life. God, I ask you to give them that desire that they can go forth and be all that you have called and chose them to be. Now, Father, I ask you to bless not only them, but bless that one that justified in their own unrighteousness. Trouble their heart, their mind, as they lay upon the pillow. God, that they must repent and follow you. And I just praise you, God, for what you're doing. I praise you for the healing of my body as you went forth and I can go forth and be an example for your name's sake. And, Father, we just praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, we would love to hear from you. You can call us at 404 293 Seven five five seven. That's four zero four two nine three seven five five seven. Or you can visit us online. Uh, that's brotherjamesware.org. Catch us Saturday at twelve on Facebook from twelve to one, as well as Tuesday night. Bible question and answer. Boy, we in a good one. We'll tell you how that Jesus was crucified, when he was crucified, and when he rose from the dead. And it wasn't on Friday and Sunday rising, as we have heard. Okay? Feel free to uh, visit us online. We appreciate it. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith and my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 
1-800-242-29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for real.